2: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. Meditation of the day. Surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up. Oprah Winfrey. When I first started teaching 24 years ago, my heart broke to hear of the stories of actors who had no support in pursuing their dreams of being an actor. These were loved ones or close friends who tried to discourage them from being an actor. Now, I would never tell anyone to disown their family or friends, but what I will say is that you need a strong armor to be an actor, you need to hear the voice of encouragement because this is a journey. When people speak of negativity, bless them in your head and move on. Fear is what stops everyone from living their true dreams. Don't let it stop you. Today, I will pursue my dream unapologetically. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. You know, the thing I love about this show is that I'm always bringing you the best of the best, the best working actors, um, and I have a wonderful team that always introduces me to the best of the best. And so I just want you guys to put your hands together for actor, producer, director, writer, Will Catlett. Yeah! Hey, Will. How you doing? I am excellent. And I'm so grateful that Leon introduced us and also that you got up early for us. Thank you.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I rolled out of bed, but, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. So, oh yeah. listen, um, I just want to applaud you. For your work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times as a casting director, we know a lot of faces, but we don't, you know, know you because, you know, we see your work and we follow you. So I have um, seen your work for quite some time. And to mm-hmm. have this pleasure of meeting you, I'm really excited that um, you're going to share with our thespians who are on right now.
5: Amen. Amen to that.
0: So let's start from the beginning, Will. How did, the, how did acting start for you? Is this something that you wanted to do when you were younger? Um, where did it all begin?
5: Uh, not really. I was playing basketball in college. And, oh. you know, my, my thing was I was trying to be like Kobe, you know. But then you realize <laughs> you're not jumping out of the gym like Kobe Bryant. You're not shooting the ball as good as Steph Curry, which is on fire right now. So yeah. you start thinking about different things. And I met a guy at the, at the mall. I was buying some G units at the time, This was 50 Cent, had his G units going out. And the guy had the whitest teeth I've ever seen. So I asked him, I said, brother, how you get your teeth so white? He said, press white strips. I said, OK, cool. Where are you from? He says, I'm from Merlin. I said, oh, OK, I'm from back that way. I'm from Alexandria, Virginia, the DC, uh, D.C. Merlin area. He says, cool. I said, well, what do you do? He says, I'm an actor. And I don't know why. But inside of me said, hmm, I always wanted to try that. Well, you should come to my wow. acting class. So when I went to his acting class, the class that he was going to is Bobby Chance uh, Studios, Expression Unlimited. And I just knew that mm-hmm. that's, that was the path that I should go down. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, we all talk. We, we always talk and stress on this show about training, yeah. um, because in my experience as a casting director is people think that they can just say some words and that's it. How mm-hmm. important is training to you even to? You know, considering the fact that you are a working actor today, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how is it, how important is it even to today?
5: Well, I think it depends. You know, um, you know, some people may just have the gift
2: mm-hmm. and they
5: can naturally fall into it and they might not need all the technicality what comes with acting. Right. But every great artist must refine their gift. That's so right. So for me, I remember my teacher, uh, Richie Chance, he's saying, well, man, whoo. When your gift catches up with your talent. So what he was trying to say, you have all this well of gifts that you can naturally do things. But your talent, meaning your skill level, hasn't caught up with the gift. yet. Mm. So once that Mm. talent catches up with the gift, then you get Michael Jordan in his prime because everything makes sense. Now he can shoot the ball at will or he give you the fadeaway. He don't have to go to the hole and dunk on you no more because he knows the game. So that's mm-hmm. the beauty of studying. You never stop studying. I'm always studying, you know, uh, different actors, different people, different behavior. Then it's different levels of studying. And you got class study, then you got onset mm-hmm. study. That's right. a whole other thing, you know? That is, so it's, it's very important. That's
0: an excellent point. And it's very rare that um, actors talk about that. Um, but that is, you know, um, I say that, doing yourself tape. That's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then you do a great job. You get a call back. That's another thing. And then you get the job, but the mm-hmm. work really starts when you're on that set.
5: Mm-hmm. Actually, the work really starts even before the auditions. Oh, true. <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's how you show up in the world. That's how do right. you feel about yourself? I was doing an audition and I was, my, uh, my friend that was taping me in Atlanta, Tracy, mm-hmm. She was uh, taping another young lady. And I'm going over my lines because I got to put the audition on. I had just got it, but I wanted to turn it in because I'm working at the same time. And Mm -hmm. I hear the young lady reading and it disturbs my spirit that I have to go down and take the computer from Tracy. And I say, hey, listen, you're more than enough. You keep trying Mm -hmm. to get the lines right. It's not about getting the lines right. But see, in your life, you feel like you never wanted anything you feel like you're too old to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. So -hmm. you haven't got an audition in a while. So you're banking everything on this one audition you've Mm -hmm. already lost because now you're not free as an artist to just go Mm -hmm. and explore. And after we had that conversation, she began to cry. And then she did the take and the take Mm -hmm. was amazing because now she didn't have Mm -hmm. all that weight on her that I have to do this. I have to get this right. I have to impress the casting director. I have to do this. The casting director is always going to cast the role if the role shows up not will mm-hmm. but if the role shows up then mm-hmm. that's like that's the role that's the person that i want so when you have that mindset before you even get the material it allows you to be free to make mistakes because some of the beautiful moments come from when they're not rehearsed or when they're not you know so planned out so right. i think that starts at the beginning and then you work your way and then when you get on set it's about Do you have a good attitude? Are you going to show up when it's 18 hour days? What are you going to do when they keep calling you out of your trailer, but they're not ready because they are waiting on the number one to show up to the set. Right. You know, how are you going to maneuver around those things? Are you going to always hang your clothes up the same way that they came to you? Are you going to hang your trash up the same way that that trash was empty before you put trash in it? These are things that build excellence in yourself. It's not about the person recognizing that you put the trash behind the door. It's not about the clothing department recognizing that you hung the clothes up. It is is strictly about you and you being excellent in everything that you do.
0: Wow. You you sound like you have a, uh, an amazing spiritual foundation. Um, you also sound like you motivate and inspire other actors in your work, which is mm-hmm. great <laughs> and and so kind and generous of you. Um, I have to say, from a casting director's point of view, there there's, you know, um There are thousands of people who are cleverly disguised as actors, but very few talented people. Mm -hmm. And that excellence and that um, uh, work ethic that you are speaking of does not come from everyone. Mm -hmm. And... um, You know, just in my experience over 30 years in casting, you know, you wonder why there's a certain percentage of actors that work and there are certain Mm. percentage that don't. And the ones that you talk about, those are the ones that work because Mm -hmm. I believe and, you know, a casting director, we don't have a power, (laughs) you know, unless we're producing. Mm -hmm. We strictly highly recommend, strongly encourage and beg and plead. Um, mm-hmm. But there are too many other, ele- you know, producers and studio heads and all of that involved. Um, but blessed, our words are, are matter and mean something. Mm-hmm. And for, I believe that the audition process is 50 percent talent and 50 percent personality, wow. because we have to we have to like you. You know what yeah. I mean? It has really come down to a director saying out of these two women, Tracy, Who has the better personality? Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And when you, you made a point about getting somebody out of the trailer, I produced a film where our leading actor would not come out of the trailer because his eggs weren't cooked properly. Mm -hmm. His eggs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, I, I, I strongly I, I can't even emphasize enough for actors to really take in what you're saying here, because work ethic is important. Your personality is important. And my company is called The Spirited Actor because my concern is the spirit of the actor, is the morale of the actor and the work ethic, because that is a part of the process as well. Mm-hmm. Um So I'm grateful for those words because it's very rare that we hear about that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. always about, you know, chasing the job or trying to get the job. And I believe, you know, the joy is in the journey. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you got jobs. Right. So right. now that you have a job, like, um, and let's start with Black Lightning, you know, mm-hmm. because you've been on that series for uh, 22 episodes, I believe, uh, yeah. when I was doing my research, my due diligence. I, I
5: don't even know how many episodes I've been on. Well, it. let <laughs>
0: me tell you. Let me tell you, Lala, you've been mm. on. <laughs> right. 22 episodes, you guys. Wow.
5: wow now,
2: you
0: talk about a work ethic. What is a day in the life of Black Lightning, and especially, Will, with the COVID situation.
5: Yeah. I'm going to put a pin in that, and I'm going to come back to that in a second. I didn't want to run over the the title of your podcast, The Spirited Actor. I believe that when a writer writes down a character on the page, they have written down a spirit. That's why I always tell actors, if you get the spirit of the role, you know everything you will need to know about that role. Mm. So it's, it, it allows you to tap in beyond what is written on the page. You actually get into the spirit of what the, where the words came from. So I didn't want to run over your title because your title is so important to always start in the spiritual first and then make it physical. The words go in, then they must come out, you know? So I think that's very important and kudos to you for that. Because Thank that, you, is a, Will. That, that is a divine title. Now, as far as black lightning and, and COVID, um, the process right now is I'm in LA, like lightning was shooting in Atlanta. So uh-huh. you would, you would test at Warner brothers, maybe three or four times before you get on the plane or 48 hours before you get on the plane. If your test is negative, then you get your, uh, your flight itinerary. It's all depending on if that test is negative. All your contracts are depending on if that test is negative. So, you know, and right now, COVID is what I'm hearing is about 10% of the overall budget. So it's a big part of of the whole thing. And then Mm -hmm. you get there and right now, uh, what you're doing, you have to, some shows you have to, you have to quarantine for about five days Mm. and then you'll be ready to go to the show. Then some, if you're testing in a protocol, then you'll be able to go straight to set. So Mm -hmm. each, each, each production company has things a little different, but you're going to be testing anywhere from three to three to four times a week. And mm-hmm. that's pretty much that process, which is not bad. You know what I mean? You, I mean, no. if you're, if you're a guest star. You're getting paid two hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. for it, so they compensate you for your time. If you're a serious regular, they don't put it in your contract already, so they're not gonna pay you for that. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, it's good that you know people are working. Sometimes it was a little difficult in the beginning because you're rehearsing with the other act with the other actor with the mask. Mm-hmm. On.
2: You know, mm. so that,
5: that was a little difficult to get used to wow. because you don't feel that connection. But as right. it kind of rolled back, I think the, the ADs and the producers was letting it be a little bit more lenient. Because if we're on set, that means that everybody's negative. That's in that range. Right. So, right. you know, you might you won't really need the mask to run rehearsal. And some actors do. So you just fill out like the comfortability level with different actors. Some people may be a little bit more concerned. You know, but once, mm. you know, they call pictures up, you know, the masks come off, you do your thing. And then when they say cut, you put the mask back on. And that's just how it wow. go. But, you know, it's beautiful. Well, it's beautiful.
0: No, it is. I mean, you know, I love the fact that um, actors are adaptable. Um, I did a film in November and, um, the budget was a hundred thousand just for the COVID testing of everyone. And so as a producer, you start to think, wow, okay. You know, in the olden days we had this budget. Now we have to incorporate COVID. Um, Um, and then as actors, you know, um, I, I, even though like, you're right, there's a comfort that people have to have, whether wearing the mask and being on the set, but you know, the physical aspect of being able to see the face to react and to get that energy, um, has that been a difficult transition for you? Or, you know, like I said, you guys are adaptable. Yeah. yeah,
5: Um, Not, not, not really because the eyes are the windows to the soul absolutely uh, whatever your eyes are saying your mouth and ears and facial expressions will follow you know right. and even if it doesn't follow you can look into someone's eyes and tell if they're telling you the truth or if they're lying to you i remember Oba tunde one of the greatest actors. you know very great mentor of mine and he said well you know mm-hmm. acting is just looking someone in the face and telling them the truth and mm you know and it's like that is it at this simplicity is- of it that's what it is how much truth are you telling even if you're lying it's still your truth even in that lie right. at that moment in time so right. um, you know yeah so I mean when, when people have the mask on you just look and then you go and then they take it off you know okay and they may give you a little more a little less just depends on uh-huh. what artist that you're working with
0: that I, I love. I worked with Oba Baba Tunde in a film, uh, Carl Weber, um, The Preacher's Son, wow. and got to know him. What a uh, amazing. And then I got here, I got to New York uh, from San Francisco in 83 and uh, got a chance to see him on Broadway in Dream Girls and fell wow. in love. That yeah. was it. That was it. That that was my dude. Mm. Um, great, great, great person. Um, I want to ask you, Will, what is your dream role, or what is that role that um, you know? I I don't feel like, I, and and this is just my first introduction to you, yeah. but I really feel a peacefulness to your journey. I don't mm-hmm. feel a sense of urgency. I don't feel you tapping out on your wrist and scratching. I mm-hmm. feel like. <laughs> You know, and mm-hmm. it's such a pleasure. It's such mm-hmm. a pleasure to breathe that in because that um all of my friends are actors, all of them. And so yeah. I'm always, you know, that's why I name my company the spirited actor. It's about the person inside the actor. That's right. our our um our mantra. Mm-hmm. And um so I feel like Man, I just feel at ease with you. What yeah. is
5: that role? What What's that role for you? I think I'm still completing some of the great work that they laid down. It's like mm-hmm. Sidney, Sidney Poitier. He broke one part of the color barrier. I'm here yep. to break the other. It should be a beautiful thing when an actor can get on stage. And although I'm African-American, you see me as an artist. You see me as an mm-hmm. actor. I know the shell that I look, but all our shells will pass. You know, what will remain is the spirit will remain forever. So I, I, my, my goal is when I do work is that you can see no color. Amen. Because that allows me to be free. So now when I look at Rose, it may be Caucasian 35, but that may identify with my spirit. You know what I'm saying? It may be, mm-hmm. you know, hey, Latin. Yeah. I may have to go to Spain, get my Spanish up real quick, you know, and then maybe I'll be able to do that. So I want to be free. And that's the same thing I told Mara in Love Is when I was doing Love Is. Love, Love Is. And we were talking about it. And I said, Mara, your story means nothing if it doesn't touch somebody. That's right. And that's the goal. The goal is to be go beyond what you're watching and actually have an an experience. That's always been the actor's goal, even from when it was just theater back in Greece and they was doing all that. Mm -hmm. They would tell you what was to come. What was to come in politics? What was to come in social? What customs they wanted to introduce you to? And they still do it now with the news. Mm -hmm. They're trying to introduce things. They slowly program you to get used to things, you know. And so the actor is so important. To telling the world's story. That's, it's almost like the, com- right. the comedian is the last newscaster, you know, because they're able to say everything that's that right. people won't say. That's why I love Dave Chappelle so much. Because yeah. if yeah. Chappelle does not do his thing, then we don't get to go to another level and get the truth because there's no barriers on the comedian to do that. And so is the actor. The actor is the one that is holding the gems and the truth and the revelation of where the world needs to go. That's why I tell actors, never limit yourself. Never let nobody say, oh, you're just an actor. You're not. You study people all day. You have to study different cultures, different religions. You got to study so many different things to be well-versed into the work that you're getting ready to do.
0: So well said. So well said, Will. Um, I met Dave Chappelle when he was 19 years old, and uh, I brought him to MTV, and they didn't get him. Mm-hmm. They were like, uh, oh, well, mm-hmm. he's okay. And this is um Ted Demi was alive during then. Um mm-hmm. Joel Stillman, who runs Hulu right now. Um, and um then two years later they asked me to bring him back for a show. And I said, Robin Hood, men and tights, that brother's gone, but he's still my friend and right. blessed to this day. Mm-hmm. Um I I've been on that journey since 85 of you know, from the embryo stages. And I think that's the beauty of a, a, the job of a casting director to know people before anyone knows their name and to have yes. and be that person to believe in you now.
2: Yes. I believe in you yes. now. I don't
0: need you to prove anything, do anything. I believe right now. Yeah. And how can I be of service to you in terms of, you know, I as a casting director, I'll keep calling you in every time I have something for you. And yeah. I'll talk about you to my other casting friends yeah. and directors and producers and, as well.
5: And I, want, I think I want, that's what I want, it should be I, about. I want the actor to hear what you just said. Because as a young man, a younger man coming up in this game, we sometimes will think that the casting director is against us because they, we didn't book the role. Right. You guys are the gatekeepers that are fighting that's for right. us when we don't see. So I want actors to know that the casting director is on your side. The casting director is not against you. Just because you didn't book five years ago with Tracy Mm -hmm. doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that you're not going to book today. You know, a lot of times they are saying, oh, when he get this going, oh, when she get this going, oh, when she comes into herself, oh, when this happens, then she'll be ready. Or sometimes they're just waiting for the right role because you're fitting into the person's puzzle piece. And sometimes your puzzle piece may just be too big, may just be too much light. And so you have to wait for that right puzzle for you to fit in, you know, and sometimes, you know, when I'm in roles, I know, okay, well, you got to pull it back just a little bit. You're not the lead of this. Uh You must be in Uh service to the lead. I know Uh what you should do. I know what I'm capable of, but right now, it's just like when you are playing football, you got to run up a post route or you run up and out. Sometimes you just got to run the route and the ball will be there. It's not about you doing what you want to do. Just run the post. The ball will be there. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers is going to hit you if you're in your spot. Uh And that's sometimes in life. You just need to be in your spot so that things Uh may open up for you. And you never know who's your door. Sometimes we pray all the time. God, open a door, open a door, open a door. And we think this mystery door will open when he's telling you the door is Tracy. Tracy is Uh your door for you to get to where you need to go. So you have to know that people are doors. There was a door for me. Vicky Thomas has been one of my doors. Oh,
0: love Vicky. Uh,
5: uh, uh, I love um, her. One of my doors. Kim Coleman has been love one of Kim. my doors. You know, so Kim. Kim Harden has been one of my doors. I haven't worked with Kim. Kim yet. But Kim had told me something when I was uh, around 26. She said, Will, don't wait on this game and live your life. Mm. Don't wait on this game to not have children to not get married. And she mm. told me something that was so important. She said, I've been doing this over twenty years. A lot of things I didn't do because I mm. was so focused on yeah. running my race with the casting thing that I didn't do that. Right. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And all those things will come for her. But she, 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 she thought well enough of me to give me that gem that I keep to keep with me to this day.
2: Such a blessing.
5: You know, the craft, it comes. You know, you work six months. You may not work for two years. You know, what mm-hmm. are you going to do in the meantime? You're, you have more right. meantime than you have victories or right. so called losses because nothing is lost. It just feels like a loss. But you have more meantime in between that time. So, what do you do with that meantime? Just like Oba Batune said this to me. He said, Will, you had the day that you arrived, 1982. You will have Hmm. the day that you depart, whatever that day is. But the dash is what's matter. In between those dates, God is going to require, what did you do with the dash? The Um, dash is important, which you spoke about, journey. The dash is important. The dash, the dash, the ups and downs, the saying no. The dash is what makes you who you are and refines your character. It's in that dash. No one's gonna say, "Oh, he's born in 1982." He departed this time, but look what he did in between those dates. That is what's that's what matters. That's what matters,
0: and I have to say, well, no one in 1987, when I became a casting director, no one gave me any insight, any tips. Um, really quickly, I called five casting directors, um, asked them if they could give me tips, if they could tell me how to be a casting director. They all hung up on me. Mm-hmm. I called them back and said I was a student at NYU. I was writing an article how underrated casting directors were, and that's mm-hmm. how I got all the information to start to become a casting director. And one of the things that I used to always say, Without actors, we don't have a production. I'm a casting director. I'm a liaison between you and the director. And I bring the two of you together. Without Mm -hmm. actors, we don't have anything. So Mm -hmm. who really has the power? And Mm -hmm. that's when I started teaching, when I felt I needed to empower the person inside the actor to be that actor and to be the best that they could be. Um, If this, I can talk to you. All day. Now I get it. Leon was going on and on, on thank and you. on. And I get it. You are amazing. Well, I you. have two more minutes, Will. Okay. And I want to give them all to you. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have dropped the most amazing gems. If you you got some more you want to drop, mm-hmm. I'm giving you the two minutes.
5: Well, I think the best thing that I can say is that, you know, what I did for Lynn and what I did for other students. In my Catlett Academy class is I always pray for them in my private time. And for people who will watch this, I pray that you don't give up, that you don't sit down on your gifts. Maybe you've been rejected. Maybe you felt that you're not good enough or you don't fit into the box that the world is calling you to fit into. But there is a place for you and you Mm. do matter. And don't let yourself be pulled away from what is beating in yourself as a child. As a child, we're free to think and imagine all the things that we want to do. But life happens, meaning bills, meaning uh, losses. Sometimes people dealing with COVID, you lose family members and you begin to close up. And I remember my acting coach, Richie Chance, he said, Will, don't lose that kid like thing about you because life was beating me up. And when life beats you up, you can't cry on cue because you're building blocks in yourself because you're dealing with life. It's important as the artist, as a human being, to stay flexible, to stay moldable. Always be that powder and that clay on the wheel. Let the, let the potter mold you. Sometimes you have to be crushed, but the crushing is the beautiful thing because after the crushing comes the victories. That's why you can never ask the cashier how much the olive oil costs you have to ask the olive because the olive went through the crushing for the oil to come out. When TD Jake spoke that message, I was in the crushing process of my life and I had to go through the crushing for the oil to come out. So maybe you may be in the crushing stage or maybe you're in this stage where your oil is shining, but there will always be a crushing stage no matter what level you are at in life. So be relaxed, be of service, and the best is yet to come.
0: You are the best. I am so grateful to have this introduction to you. You have blessed my audience. You have blessed my team and continue blessing us, Will. I would love to reinvite you back to the show. You can talk some more because there is a peace within you that is settling. Mm -hmm. And um, I I can only imagine that people who are fortunate to be your friend and be in your energy Mm -hmm. are very, very grateful. And they know what I'm talking about.
5: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So,
2: you you know, one more
0: more
5: thing I'll say real quick, because you made me think of an eagle. You know, um, when you're going through storms of life, don't rebuke the storm, because the only way an eagle cleans its wings is in the middle of a storm. The only way an eagle tests its pinions to see if they're strong enough is in the middle of a storm. The only Mm. way an eagle goes to the highest heights is in the middle of the storm. Storms Mm. will come, but storms come to take you to your next level. So don't rebuke the storm. We all have storms of life, but the storm is meant to take you to the next level. Just like them haters said, they didn't give you any information about being a cast in the record, but that storm took you to ask a question, took you to where you are now so that you can remember, hey, you need haters. You need people to push you to the next That's level. Right. So be at peace, you know, because that storm is meant to bless you, not to harm you.
0: Amen. Amen. We welcome storms unapologetically Netically, because yes. we know there's light at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel.
5: <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is.
0: Man, everybody stand up put your hands together for our guest, Mr. Will Catlett. And Will, we are blessed to have him. He's going to stay with us, you guys, for class and session.
3: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host,
1: I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you
4: there. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose, I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations.
5: It's always the
4: feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And you know where we are. Class in session. My favorite. And we are still blessed to have will Catlett with us so sit down sit back because you know he's going to drop some more jewels on us we have spirit actor alumni and our writer in residence Lian amato hey Leon. hi <laughs> and we have jalisa capri spirit mm-hmm. actor alumni hey guys and elsa is going to put on her other cape and she's going to read the narrative mm-hmm. for you will so um is everyone ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so on action, Elsa. It's a sticker written by Leon L- Amato.
1: Exterior, sidewalk, day. Pam is following Jess down the street.
2: I cannot believe you got me doing this. <laughs> what happened till we rise together, we die together? No, no, this is just dumb. Well, what about laying your life down for a friend? Are you serious? I know you were not using a Bible verse and we're prepping to rob a candy store. We're prepping. What? No, I am not doing anything, okay? Oh. So, why did you come in? I came to make sure that nothing happened to you. Oh, you really do rob for me. <laughs> Whatever, just go inside, Jess.
1: The ladies have arrived. Pam gets to the door, gets the door for Jess and continues to follow her through the aisles.
2: You know, all the years I've known you, this is like the dumbest shit that you've come up with. All because your man thinks that you don't have a wild side. Like, that's so stupid that you didn't follow yeah. this shit. Okay, whatever. Look, I wouldn't be so cocky yourself, Pam. Why? I know how to be wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well... <wow. laughs> Can you just hurry up? My fucking palms are sweating, man. Shh, come on, can you just shut up? Look, I am nervous as it is. You're nervous? I just saw my entire career flash before my eyes, and you're the one that's nervous?
1: They simultaneously break convo to smile at the little girl passing by.
2: Career? Girl, shut up. You should be thanking me. Look, you need to loosen the hell up. Jess, I am good the way that I am, okay? Mm-hmm. Look, right there. why don't you get away from me? I don't want people to see you around me in case you know. What? Please. That would be the best thing that happened to you. Look, I just saw Marcus's new girl and she looks like a bad bitch. And you over here sticking up a candy store in, in your librarian skirt.
5: <laughs> Everything just changed.
2: What, what kind of bad bitch? Hmm. The type that does some shit like this. Black eyeliner, tatted up, showing a little titty, okay? You know what?
1: <laughs> Pam starts grabbing shit, stuffing into her purse and pockets.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Let's go.
1: <clears throat> Just left Pam on the ass, and they split up. It's a stick-up
0: scene. Wow, thank you, ladies. Stick-up. All right, I'm gonna
5: throw it to you, Will. Well, it's hard to kind of do it on this because I can't see them on the same screen. You know ah. what I mean? So I'm flipping, I'm, I'm flipping back and forth as you know, Lynn gives her lines, ah. and Delisa uh, gives her lines. But it's it's cool though because I can hear it. Okay. Um, the moments that I like were the most quiet moments in this in this piece. You know, before Lynn has grabbed the candy, mm. because those are the real moments. So what I would say is that even in both of you guys' is acting, is always find those moments that are the most truthful. And mm-hmm. if you find it right in the script, it may be way down in the script, but that would indicate how you're supposed to play and what the transitions will be. Because if you find that real moment, then you'll know as you're tracking what to get to from the top to the beginning. So like you can tell that the young lady doesn't really want to do this and blah, 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 they're in the store, then they don't want to stick up. You know, but when it came to that real moment about being a bad bitch, to me that was the turn of the scene. Mm. And so you can have those moments even more in the beginning. But other, but other than that, I thought it, I thought it was great. From what I can see, it's something right. I can't really break down because I would have had to see y'all. You know, I can look both of y'all at the same time, and I can say, "Oh, okay, she gave that line like this; he gave this line like that." But Jalisa, uh, 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 you all—you have great instincts. You know what I mean. It's just a matter of time before things really pop off for you. And I've seen you because I've saw one of your monologues. This is actually the first time me seeing Lynn. And you got this thing, sis. This, this, this flair, this beauty, this vulnerability, you know, which is which is interesting. And I believe that will be your ticket to get to where you need to go. The writing and all that, too. But you you just pop. When I'm watching you, you pop off the screen, you know, uh. so... Don't put the acting down. It's there. It's just a matter of walking into the right situation for you. You know what I mean. And for both of y'all, you know, when I saw, Jalecia's uh, piece that she did, I'm like, I it was one that um, Viola Davis did, correct? Yeah, Francis. Fences. Fences. Mm. I'm like, I like she gave Viola a run for her money mm. in yeah. that audition. You know, and so that's one of those things when I talk about. Plus, sometimes you got all that fire. That's a movie star fire. And sometimes we're trying to put that into a co-star and a guest star. It's mm-hmm. not going to work there. That's right. So don't, don't, so don't, you know, be discouraged. It's just a matter of a moment for the both of you. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was great. Well,
0: you are so, so generous and so kind because these are words that I say to both of these. I've known both of these ladies. I'm not going to tell you how many years because they live in ranges, age range.
2: Mm-hmm. However,
0: right. Um, I, I echo those words because yes. I um, when you get a chance to go to Alabama and, see, and go to the museum and see the work that Jaleesa did mm-hmm. in this monologue, it brought Elsa and I to tears. We cast this museum for Byron Stevenson and mm-hmm. literally just she had there was no dry eye in the room when Byron directed it and we filmed it and amazing. So, and Leanne, I just remember just a young kid and her dad putting money in my hand saying, after a showcase, she's doing your next class. And I was like, I don't know when my next class is. He's like, I don't care. She's going to study right. with you and loved yeah. her as an actress and, as, and now as a writer as well. So I just want to thank you again, Will. You are mm-hmm.
2: wonderful.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, again, put your hands together for our guest Will Catlett. And you know I'm gonna call him again, you guys, because you know how we do. We we bring you back on. And I want you. Oh, one more Jim. One more Jim.
5: One more Jim. One more Jim. One more (laughs) Jim. Because the people that the people that will watch this, and I tell this to my students all the time, don't wait on the job to celebrate. Go eat your favorite meal. Go cook your favorite meal. Go to the restaurant of your choice and celebrate before the job comes. Every time I've done that, a job has come to me. Me and my wife would say, I think it's time to celebrate. There's no job in sight, money, baby, low at the time. But as soon as we do that, we're now pushing the envelope for the celebration to come. We just did it last night, you know, with a buddy of mine has been, you know, at that point where he's been getting jobs, but it ain't really popped off just yet. I said, brother, let's just celebrate. Let's celebrate what is about to come. And we did that last night. And I'm excited because I know he's going to get a phone call.
2: Hey, I got this. Yes. Yeah. You know,
5: but we already did the celebration. So it has no choice but to come. So don't forget to celebrate.
0: Well, we're going to celebrate you <laughs> before we get off. We're going to celebrate Will Catlett, ladies and gentlemen. So we will be back on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, for Give Love. And now it's time for Give Love. Growing up in San Francisco, California, dreaming of being in the entertainment business was just that, a dream. I didn't know how challenging it would be. All I knew was prayer, and I believed God would make a way. So in 1983, when my two friends left for New York City, that was my chance. I was scared, but I did it anyway. I got on that plane, faced my fears, and planted my feet in New York City for now 39 years. No regrets and grateful to know that when you allow fear to live in your head, you miss out on the greatest life that you can ever imagine. Be fearless. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe, the legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you.
4: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
3: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place